4: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
5: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ.
3: What up? You know, from time to time, people say this show reminds them a lot of Seinfeld. It's kind of a show about nothing. And we're okay with that. But we do some really stupid, stupid stuff. Yep. We may have topped ourselves today. Oh, we did. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we were telling you yesterday we were struggling with some mechanical issues regarding nondescript electric vehicle Tuesday and that we had to push it back to Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Well, we just finished it. And it is the best one we've ever done. And by best, I mean the dumbest. Yep. It's bad. It's so bad, it's good.
5: And I don't even care because I'm running on two hours of sleep. Scott, what today's ha- going to be an interesting what, show.
3: What is going on? You, you and I talked about this. And by the way, I have to tell you about this coffee table you bought mm-hmm. and sent me to a near murder. I do apologize. The murder for s- being my own. Sending
5: you to grab my coffee table because I had a work meeting right before here.
6: Did you meet at the police station like we always tell people? I actually no.
5: was with police officers. But separate from Scott. I was
6: going to say, you weren't the one getting the table.
5: Whom I sent <laughs> to an address in Shawnee to pick up a coffee table for me. And I did say to him, this could be a murderer, but I don't think it is. I think it's an elderly woman and there's a language barrier.
3: All true. All Yeah, all true. Thank there, you there, for getting my table. She was elderly. There was a language barrier. Um, mm-hmm. We need to talk. I, the coffee table is in the back seat of my car. Fabulous. Um, you paid $60 for that.
5: Is it not as advertised? I almost sent you a photo.
3: Oh, it is. Okay. I, I think. Okay. It's ugly. Okay. Um, kind of a marble top. Yeah. Gold trim. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. okay. If that's what you were looking for. It is what I was looking for. I don't think it's real marble. It's pretty
5: light. So I, <laughs> I had an interesting night last night, and we're going to sprinkle some of this throughout the show because... There are 10 topics in my life in the last 12 hours. One of them is a run, do not walk that led to Christopher and I being up until 2 o'clock this morning. It is such a run, do not walk. It's a four-part documentary about a serial killer, the media, and an injustice involving a 14-year-old female suspect. That's all I'm going to tell you for now. Okay. But because of this documentary that I just walked in and told our boss about, we were up until 2 o'clock in the morning. And I go to bed. I did not have – I wasn't pounding wine. I had a Diet Coke at like 7.45. And ladies, you you feel me here? It was just one of those nights. 2 o'clock turned into 3 o'clock. And then it was 4. And then it was 5. And then I thought, okay, this is not working. I tried to – I tried to relax. I tried Nothing was working. Nothing was rhyming. I'm sorry it wasn't. So I went on my phone.
3: Nice man to drop, by the way.
5: You're right. And started scrolling for content for today's show. Because at dinner last night, one of my girlfriends says to me, did you know that a mega famous person whom we all love went grocery shopping at our grocery store last night? And I say to her, no, I did not know that. And she pulls out her phone, and there is a photo of my very... Favorite person in the world uh, just shopping at our grocery store, walking Taylor out, Swift walking out to his car. It was before nope. her plane landed. Her boyfriend. Walking out to his car with a grocery bag in the left hand and a grocery bag in the right hand. Apparently, number 87 does not Instacart. I love that about him. And she's telling me this. And I she goes, my friend was there. He went in. He shopped. He walked out. He smiled. He got in his car and he drove away and no one bothered him. So around three o'clock this morning, I'm on my phone and I'm scrolling around and I see an article and I see Travis Kelsey is in the headline of this article and we can't read one of the words cause it starts with an F, but he basically <laughs> says I blanking love Kansas city.
3: Now he does not say that. It's the guy who shoots the video who says that. Okay. Uh, about the fact that Travis Kelsey is able to walk through, I'll yep. just, it was trader Joe's yeah. <clears throat> down in Leewood. Uh, it is Leewood, right? It is. I thought so. Um, and here, here you see Travis Kelsey. Just he's wearing camouflage, yeah, walking like,
5: like a jumpsuit, like he does, yeah. walking through the aisles and and listen to what. And and this is separate from the trip that he took to the grocery store across the street from that. I shop at both. No one approached him. Hmm. No one was weird or acted crazy.
6: Aside from the lady following him, recording. Him.
5: However. The moment he left the store, the entire store exploded. So you know at Trader Joe's, they have the ding, 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 if you like tip the, the yeah. clerk. Everyone let him shop. He said, thanks. He walks out. And then everyone went, oh, my God, I was driving skillset. What has happened to this town? But everyone left him alone.
3: Mm-hmm. That's cool.
5: And I called Scott this morning, Sam. And I said, I cannot stop thinking about this. And I think we've all thought about this. What if you were just strolling around in Trader Joe's looking at the two-buck chuck? Whatever. And you see Travis Kelsey walk by. Everyone in this instant, instance behaves so well, and I want a normal life for them. And I think oh, sure. at some point they're probably going to lean toward the Instacart. But, you know, this week they didn't, and he was able to act like a normal human being for a few minutes, kind of smiled at everybody and walked out, and it was fine.
3: Let me ask you, do you think Patrick Mahomes could do that?
5: I would like to hope so, Scott. I really would like to hope so. Especially if it was later in the evening, maybe nine o'clock, where you don't have a bunch of seven or twelve-year-old boys in the store that are going to lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And I know they would take a photo if there were children there, but the adults behaved like adults, and, and I would and like let, and let him let him behave just like an adult, be, be an adult. And I would That's like right. to think that I would have done the same.
3: I, I know for a fact that I would not approach Travis Kelsey for a photograph or an autograph. So I I, I shop about these stores. You and I have been yes. in the same room as him, and we didn't. Ask and I, for a I feel
5: like you know. I would behave, most probably, probably.
6: You would behave what? Similar to the way that you did when you encountered him at Kelsey Jam.
5: I would, Sam. That was many months ago, and I have matured. I forgot, I matured. I, I have matured. Forgot about that. In those months, because I want them to have a good experience here. <laughs> However, if I was walking down the aisle and he was in the aisle. I might say something like, I am so sorry, I can't reach the peanut butter. Sir, would you help me reach the peanut butter, you tall, handsome man? All right now. Okay. All right now. I might just something like that. Like a normal shopper, can you help me? Right. Six ten sports. It. Travis.
3: Six ten uh, sports. Right, Six ten right. sports. Shout my out to Six Ten, baby. All good. the hometown. Man, it's been amazing, man. I can't. I can't wait to see what this crowd looks like. Hey, I love the white it's white out gonna out be electric, electric yeah. man. Happy, Happy birthday, mama.
0: See? Totally normal.
3: Uh, totally not. First of all, okay. Let me tell you what's different. You claim to be representing a radio station you don't work for.
5: I do too. Are we not all under the Odyssey umbrella? We all walk out together, am I right? That was on a media rope line, completely acceptable. Wait a
6: minute. I just noticed the laugh at the end of this. Is that you laughing? Oh, yeah,
5: that's me laughing. (laughs) I would not bother him in the grocery store, but I might just go, you know what? Welcome to our city. We are so happy you are here.
3: He lives here. Could you help me reach the peanut butter? (laughs) He lives here. What do you mean welcome to our city? He's been here for like 10 years. My city.
5: Okay, and then I would wa- I would leave him alone. I promise you, I would. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, gotta get a photo. I I don't think I would be that person. Do
3: you think that he would have been left alone if he was with Taylor Swift?
5: I, I would hope so, but probably not. No, no way. No, no way. Now I, I will tell you. I think that's when the wheels come off. When he walked out, and everyone started cheering and screaming and laughing, that wasn't that crazy and great. You you would have heard clean up on aisle four. Dana Wright just crapped her pants. <laughs> Mike, we're going to need a mop and some cleanser
6: in aisle
3: four. Some Clorox. We need Clorox on aisle four.
6: <laughs> I don't know how I didn't hear that the first time. That is a laugh right there. That is joy.
5: <laughs> that is joy. Travis, right, 610 sports. 610
3: sports. It. Travis, 610 sports. 610 sports. Shout out to 610 baby. All the hometown. Man, it's been amazing, man. I can't. I can't wait to see what this crowd looks like.
2: Hey, it's gonna be electric, out. man. Happy, Happy birthday, to my mom. Big juicy. Happy birthday, mama. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right, we got a doozy to start out with. You know that I am a huge consumer of comedy. Mm-hmm. Just about any comic, I want to be right down front. I just love all things live comedy. I do. Uh, and I'm scrolling around the last couple days, and there is a controversy that has exploded for one of the current It comics. And by It comic, Scott, I mean people are paying enormous amounts of money. He is selling out stadiums. Uh, the he first, blew
6: up out of nowhere thanks to TikTok. Out of
5: nowhere he doing was about TikTok to give videos. Up. And, by the way, he happens to be a gorgeous, chiseled, model, gorgeous young man. And, you know, most of the comics will tell you they're kind of the nerd that got picked on in high school. For the most part, weren't always real popular with the ladies until they got popular. He is the anti-comic in that regard because he could be on the front cover of Vogue magazine. Okay,
3: Good-looking cat.
5: And he plays to it. Mm -hmm. He he jokes that he identifies as an ugly person because growing up, he, he... was a late bloomer. He okay. calls
6: himself transome. Yep. Trans handsome. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
5: So <laughs> he's something. His name is Matt Reif. And I first heard about him because friends of mine started texting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you get me tickets to Matt Rife? I'm like, Matt Rife. Matt Rife. So he
3: he's, he's coming to town. I think,
5: is, I think he just left town. Oh. He is he was so just here, yeah. popular, oh, okay. Scott, that he immediately gets his own Netflix special. And that just in the world of comedy, you know, this yeah. does not happen.
6: He went from being a nobody to getting viral video after viral video on TikTok to selling out a across the country tour to his own Netflix special boom. in the matter like of that. months, yeah.
5: Like that. Not like Sebastian Maniscalco, who worked at this 30 years. I mean, this kid just boom. Sure. Anyway, okay. from Variety Magazine. Matt Rife ignites backlash over the first joke out of the gate in his new Netflix special. And a mock apology that followed. And we have talked about this on the show before, Scott. Is there ever anything off limits when it comes to comedy? 9-11. The, the Holocaust. Holocaust. Mm-hmm. He chose to open his Netflix special with a joke about domestic violence. Oof.
2: I've only been to Baltimore one time. I ate lunch there, and the hostess who, like, seats you at the restaurant had a black eye. <laughs> a full black eye and it wasn't like what happened it was pretty obvious what happened and we couldn't get over the fact that we're like this is the face of the company like this is this is who you have greeting people and my boy who i was with was like yeah i feel bad for her man i feel like they should you know put her in the kitchen or something where nobody <laughs> where nobody has to see her face you know and i was like yeah but i feel like if she could cook she wouldn't have that black eye so-
6: oh boy oh boy People did not like that joke. Oh, yeah. And this went viral before Netflix even posted the special.
5: Scott, the special hasn't even posted. People are saying he's canceled before he started, and I I want to lead this conversation carefully because comedians are in the business of pushing the envelope and making you laugh in uncomfortable situations. Bill Burr is one of my favorites.
3: Mm-hmm. He and mine. is I, I, absolutely, absolutely
5: brilliant, mm-hmm. but says some jaw dropping pretty. Wow. I can't believe you just said that. things. Even Bill Burr does not make fun of domestic violence victims.
6: Well, and Matt Wright took it a step further. What do you mean? Well, uh, somebody posted a video from their cell phone from the comedy show It went viral because he made a joke about domestic violence. People called for him to be canceled. A day later, he wakes up and posts a picture of himself doing the joke on his Instagram story. At the top of that post, it said, If anybody is offended by any of my jokes, please click the link to my official apology. When you click on the link, it takes you to a website that sells helmets for the special needs.
3: Oof. Mm. How do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel? How do Scott, I
5: feel? he didn't need to go there. He's already selling out stadiums. He, he, he has a Netflix special handed to him because he is a funny guy that people want to pay a lot of money to see. I, you didn't have to go there and you certainly didn't have to go there right out of the gate. I, I am not going to say age has something to do with this conversation but he looks to be very, very young, Sam. Do you know how old?
3: Probably 25 Maybe
5: 25.
3: He's a young guy.
5: I don't know what kind of <clears throat> life he led, but it's possible that at age 25, nothing as horrifying as domestic violence has ever touched him or his family, and I pray to God it hasn't.
6: Uh, he is 28 years old. <clears throat> now, wait a
3: minute. You and I have had conversations about this before, and we have usually been tandem in our opinion that comedians for a number of reasons sort of get a pass bill burr's
5: abortion story is one of the funniest things i have ever heard in my life i was in the front row at starlight with my head in my hands i was laughing mortifyingly laughing so hard because his there a lot of story who, that he told was so funny.
3: But there are a lot of people who would say abortion is off limits. Don't even go there. You
5: you have to be smart and you have to be careful when you toe that line. And to me, with what he's saying, you, you can make fun of the wife beater. We've heard that. Mm-hmm. OK, we've heard people make fun of Ike Turner. You don't make fun of Tina Turner.
0: hmm.
6: And by the way, his meteoric rise to fame wasn't as meteoric as it seemed on the outside because he has been doing stand-up since 2010. He was also a regular character on the While and Out show, if you've ever heard of that. I believe Nick Cannon. So
5: does that frame your opinion then, Sam, that he's been around the block a while and one should know that in the scheme of things you just don't make well, fun of the, I, well, He's The difference is, again, he's making fun of the victim, a woman that he has identified as their waitress. He's not making fun of and, the situation. <clears throat> what and, and even then, you've got to be so careful when it comes and, to and violence
3: if, against women. And if she could cook, she wouldn't look like that. Uh it, it, there's Oy. also been a
6: lot of controversy, not controversy, but speculation about him having work done to look the way he looks. So I, I think, quite frankly, but, the but reality that's of noise. it is... But
5: that's yeah. all noise. But,
6: but yeah. I think the reality of it is is that he didn't blow up because he wasn't that funny. And then he started doing the TikTok videos. He went viral in that sense. And then he still wasn't that funny. Sure. And then he tried to, in the new limelight, push it to the edge. And everyone realized, well, wait a minute.
5: But, it's actually not that funny. But that's all noise, and, and here's why. I watched Scott's face when he heard that joke for the first time. We'll play it again. I watched your I, face. I had, I had
3: not heard the joke. He had not
5: heard it, and I did not listen because I've heard it. I didn't watch Sam. I watched your face when he said it, and you bowed your head.
3: Mm-hmm. And I would not have. if If I had, if I had seen him do that joke live, and had never heard the joke before, I would not have a
5: Horrifyingly uncomfortable moment in the crowd. And I think Netflix is is probably going to pull it, if I had to guess, Scott, because you can't put this genie back in the bottle. And by the time you have your own Netflix special, do you not have writers that have surrounded you that are helping you craft and create the, the, the pacing of the jokes? What placement of the jokes? You have people around you. Did nobody think... This is not going to play well because guess what? His audience is predominantly
3: comprised of women because of the way he looks. Because he's a good-looking guy. Um, comedians don't write all their own jokes, especially not at when, that level. No, not when you get to the top. Somebody had to have said to him, "Bro, I, w- I might dial this one back a little bit, or let's let's go back in,
6: rework this." Come
3: back out with – we. we
6: I, I see where you're trying to go. I get it. But his best clips on social media come from him in a stand-up setting pushing it to the very edge. Racial jokes, the whole nine. He didn't but, but, but see, lean the, into them the way he did this one.
3: But but there's, there's the argument, pushing it to the edge. So when does a comedian go past the edge?
5: It's like pornography. You know it when mm-hmm. you see it. And the minute I read this and then watched it, I just went, oh, my God. Yeah. What
2: do you think? I've only been to Baltimore one time. I ate lunch there, and the hostess who, like, seats you at the restaurant had a black eye. <laughs> a full black eye. And it wasn't like, what happened? It was pretty obvious what happened. And we couldn't get over the fact that we're like, this is the face of the company? Like, this is, this is who you have greeting people? And my boy who I was with was like, yeah, I feel bad for her, man. I feel like they should you know, put her in the kitchen or something where nobody... <laughs> nobody has to see her face you know and I was like yeah but I feel like if she could cook she wouldn't have that black eye
1: (laughs) call
0: from mom answer it call silenced
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: And I know there are a lot of you that have this opinion, and I might share it. Stop it. Matt Reif is hilarious, and nothing, nothing is off limits when you're a comedian. Nothing? <sighs> um, I-, I want to think, Texter, that you're almost
6: right. I would agree his clips are hilarious, but I've watched his entire stand-up before, and it. It falls flat multiple times. He, he is a pro at working the crowd. That's what he does well, and that's how he has risen to fame. But when it comes to, you know, the long, drawn-out, written joke, he's not good at it.
3: The, the, one, the one thing that bothers me is the word canceled or cancel.
5: Because that word in and of itself, even if someone deserves to be, has become a lightning rod of a word. It's oh, a yeah. lightning rod word verb so that if even someone deserves to be canceled, Jeffrey Epstein, I mean think of the worst of the worst you can think of. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's become this word where, oh now we're going to cancel? Well, some people like probably deserve to not be in the role that they're in. I'm not saying this comedian in this instance, but Scott, I think it's 50-50 Netflix pulls this thing.
3: W- would they Here's the thing about comedy that I don't understand. I think comedians were edgier back in the 80s and 90s. Would you disagree with that? I do.
5: See, I I think they have always been at the forefront of thought, commentary, certainly political thought, even when
3: it is. But you don't think they were edgier back in the 80s and 90s? See, Mm -hmm. I do. The Eddie Murphys, the Richard Pryors, George Carlins, I thought there were there were a couple of Eddie Murphy jokes on Raw that I'm like, oh, my God. George Carlin probably would,
5: I would say, is one of the most brilliant oh. comedians we've ever known. But I also think there are comics who are coming in and backfilling that space that make you laugh, make you think. Dave Chappelle. But was he not also canceled he was, he was, over he a was, joke
3: over he was the transgender community? right on the edge of being canceled because he made a transgender joke. And then what does he do? He doubles down on it. And I applaud him for that. Because everybody, yeah, Andrew Dice Clay in the 90s. Oh, Dana and I were talking about Andrew Dice Clay uh, during the commercial break. There there were some jokes that he had in the early 90s. I thought, oh, my God. Uh, let's go to Ashley in North Kansas City. Ashley, good afternoon. Hi.
0: Hey, guys. Um, you know, comedy is art. Art is meant to evoke an emotion. This has done that. So this has achieved the goal, and quite frankly, I think he's ecstatic about all this publicity that he's getting. Nobody would be even talking about this Netflix special if it wasn't for this clip getting released and all the outrage for it. I think it's hysterical, and I'm just really glad that I can cook. Bye, guys. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
7: I'm going to move on to Dave
3: here in Liberty. Hello, Dave. Hi, Dave.
7: Hey, Dana. Hey, Scott. Uh, Sam is absolutely correct. I've watched Matt Wright uh, do his uh, stand-up on TikTok, and I think the kid's hilarious. Uh, the Netflix, I went through about five minutes of it, and I was like, this is not funny. This is not funny. You're no Dave Chappelle. As far as I'm concerned, and I'm 63 years old, Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians in history. Agreed. And, it, yeah. and, com- and comedy is subjective. You can turn on South Park and watch it, and it's been on for 20-plus years, and you can't get any more offensive than South Park. You know what? If you don't find it funny, don't watch it. I, I love, I love that thing. sentiment, yes. Absolutely. I mean, it's no so different than music. If music mm-hmm. offends you, don't listen to it. If a comedian offends you, don't watch them. But the whole cancellation thing, it's not going to do anything to stop this kid from being more. It's actually going to make him more popular because now people are going to watch him to see what it is that he has to say. But I'm going to tell you, you'll probably be very disappointed in the Netflix special because I loved his TikTok stuff. This. uh, Yeah, I I, I couldn't watch it. It just wasn't funny. His presentation wasn't funny. He looked kind of (laughs) freaky. Yeah.
5: And Uh, because, Dave, some people are funnier in small, short bursts. mm You know, where you can control it and you put out a TikTok video for 20 seconds or 40 seconds. You're right. It's a whole different ballgame when you're standing up there for an hour and a
6: half. Which is largely, yeah. I would assume, why his career didn't take off until his buddy convinced him to start posting TikToks. Because he was ready to give up on comedy, according to what I read.
3: You, you, you know who I would argue, and, and I'm not a comedy connoisseur like, like Dane is, but I, I do watch a lot of comedy. And I, I think Dave Chappelle is absolutely brilliant. Uh, You know who else I think is really good on the short stuff, and I I don't mean this as a pun, uh, on the short takes, but in the long-form storytelling joke, is not funny to me at all, is Kevin Hart. I knew you were going to say that. I don't find Kevin Hart to be funny at... uh, now In long form. Right. In the short stuff, and I don't mean that as a joke on his height, height, I I think Kevin Hart can be very funny in, in little short outtakes. I've sat down and tried to watch Kevin Hart do long-form comedy, and I just don't laugh. I don't think he's very funny. Uh, Joe in Merriam. Joe, hello.
0: Hey, uh, I think there'd be more outrage if the joke he told were funny. I just, I just don't think it's that funny of a joke. I mean, clearly he had the audience giggling along. I mean, when he's, you know, the second line of that, a part about. My voice said they ought to put her in the kitchen where we don't see this. And the audience roars with laughter. It's like, okay, that's not the punchline, people. Uh, you know, and then when, and then you hear the punchline, you go, really? That's, I don't know. Didn't tickle my funny bone. I mean, there's one thing when you laugh and it's like, it's kind of a guilty laugh or right. you're laughing and it's like, man, that's really spot on, but it's so incorrect I don't know. This one didn't didn't seem very funny to me. I don't know if the rest of his humor is good or not. You know, you know, why, Joe, guy, you but... know why,
5: Joe? It's not smart. Yeah. Making fun of a victim of violence the way he did it with, with a waitress. You can mm-hmm. picture her mm-hmm. in your mind's yeah. eye as she's coming up with her, um, you know, pad to take your order. I, I think that's where I'm just like, oh, my God. This is yeah, in my leave, mind, leave Scott. Her leave bullying. her alone. You're bullying. She's probably a single mom making nine dollars an hour, working in a diner serving you, going home to God knows what hell she goes home to every night.
6: Well, and people get offended by anything. There is someone out there who will get offended by anything. Okay, but, but I Sam, think when he doubled down and posted on social media with a link to special needs helmets, that's where it became
3: and what's a the point national
6: of the, news story. So
3: what's the point of that? The here's my apology, click on this. And it, it then sends you to a link to buy helmets for
6: children with special needs. He's in a roundabout way saying, if you're offended by my jokes, H- you're special needs.
3: Oh, see, I, that's not how I took it. Yeah. No, that's, that's I, the way what... I took it that's was. That's how the controversy I, If took you're it. offended by that, here, let me see if I can offend you with this.
5: No, I think he's saying, you need this helmet if you're offended by my okay. material. All right. He's doubling down. He's actually tripling down.
3: 913 586 7798. Jared in Ottawa. Jared, good afternoon. Hi.
0: Hey, how are you guys doing today? We're
3: doing better than we deserve, my friend.
0: Hey, as a fellow stand-up comedian myself, I've done a lot of shows. Uh, I've gone before people that had judged me in the past and written me off in the past. But uh, you're right, you know, there's a lot of censorship. Everybody's got their feelings involved. Again, you paid the admission to go to the show, and, you know, he's going to pull out all the stops. I will say I agree with that gentleman before me about the uh, the Netflix special. There was no crowd work because he wasn't down on their level, and he, you know, the, the lights that are in our faces and sitting on that bench, uh, it just it overwhelms us. So at times you just try to come up with whatever you can. Now, a lot of his stuff I feel like is ad lib too. Like uh, he's just going with what the crowd, uh, the feedback he gets from the crowd, you know. But uh, if you guys watched his one special where he talked about his grandfather and his grandfather promoting his career. Be careful. It totally, it totally made me feel like he was having a serious moment as a comedian. I thought that might have, like, ruined his numbers. But he was really decent. And the way that he addressed his grandfather, how his grandfather pushed his career, that really says something about somebody. And he comes from family values.
3: Okay. Uh, Jared, I think, we, I think we lost you there, buddy. Sorry about that. Uh, Hannah in Southeast Kansas City. Hannah, good afternoon. Hi.
4: Good afternoon. So real quick, just wanted to share um, if somebody wants something positive to watch and that is funny and that doesn't have any kind of negative stigma to it. (laughs) um, (laughs) Nate Bargatze, you guys were just talking about on SNL the other night. You could sit down with anybody from the age of three all the way up through 100. um, And it can be any race, gender, religion, and it's you're going to have a very hard time finding something to be um, offended by. But it's also, he's just hilarious. I mean, he Hannah, he speaks to everybody. <laughs> Hannah,
3: can I, can I jump in for a quick second? Yeah. I had never heard of Nate Bargatsky. Oh, God, he is funny. And until you called in, <laughs> and yet I, I just looked at the text line, and there are multiple people who, no other comedian is being mentioned on the text line other than Nate Bar-Gatz. Scott, he's the comic who came out and said, "We're going to
5: fight the Revolutionary War to have peace and our own system of weights and measures." Oh, is that him? Yes. yes. And Hannah, I will tell you, <laughs> at night, all I do is watch Facebook Reels of Bargatze's <laughs> clips, and he is coming to Kansas City, by the way. Yes. Hey. Yes. It is beyond almost sold out, and if, even if you can get a ticket, Hannah, you know this—they're—they're. They're, oh my gosh, they're expensive.
4: Oh, yeah, but I'll go sit by myself and enjoy that. Um, it's kind of <laughs> like Impractical Jokers for me. It's, it's a clean, funny, that they don't have to reach out and try to, right. you know, grab you and get your attention. It's just, it's funny.
0: <laughs>
3: Hannah, thanks for the call. So,
4: thank you. Well, will.
3: Uh, somebody on the text line has a great point. The, the problem with this clip from Matt Reif is he's not punching up. He's punching down. And that's not funny. It's okay, and funny, I agree. It's only funny when you're punching up.
5: I agree, but Sam Kinison did not punch up when he was making fun of starving children in Africa. That is correct. Well, but, but everyone now, laughed. So what's the difference? Well,
3: I, I think the difference, because I'm a huge Sam Kinison fan, and have been since he came out in the '80s. He's actually not in that joke that you're talking about, and, and I, I can I see where you're coming from. It's the this is Sam, this is Sam. Get a U-Haul. Blah blah blah. He's actually making fun of the people who filmed the commercials asking you to send money to help the children in Ethiopia. Correct. He's making fun of her.
5: What's her name? Uh, (laughs) Susan, uh, you know who I'm talking about with the curly blonde hair. Um, there are other comics who have made fun of her too. That you're standing right there, feed feed a child the sandwich. kid a sandwich. Yes, for God's sakes, you know. The woman from Archie Bunker, I cannot think of her name, but you know
3: what
6: I'm I, talking I, I about. I know exactly who you're talking about. But in terms of the difference, Danny, you've already said it. This joke targeted one person. Yeah,
3: and he's punching down.
6: Not a problem. Targeting a problem or a situation is one thing. Targeting yeah. this woman because she has a black eye and happens to be a hostess. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven
3: seven Nine eight. This is our final week. We're down to the last three days for Coats for Kids 2023. And you know how cold it's been for the last week or so. And it's still going to be cold for the, <laughs> all the way through the winter, of course. Uh, there is a need in Kansas City to put coats on the backs of young children who, for whatever reason, do not have coats. If you can help us in this campaign, please go to KMBZ.com. Click on the Coats for Kids logo. That'll take you to a safe and secure website. Or you can make a donation, or just text in KMBZ coats, one word KMBZ coats to 44321. And thank you..
0: All right, so we got in the fight over the phrase "one fell swoop." Just over this saying. And if you're, look, if you're a newlywed, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. You're right, it doesn't. This is a double-digit married fight. This is when you've already done all the dish fighting or the putting your clothes away fighting. This is when they're trying to mentally break you. Uh, they got you almost how they want you, and this is the one that sends it over the edge. My, so my wife, she wanted to go visit her parents one weekend, and her, her parents are divorced, and, which has been hardest on me, to be honest. That's something people don't talk about, you know? When you marry into divorce, I mean, they divorced because of her, not me. So why do I have to go to 50 different houses? See, now that's smart comedy. That's funny. If you have never heard
5: his one fell swoop set, it is one of the funniest things I have ever heard. Mm -hmm.
3: No, he was funny. That's good. When's he coming to town?
5: I don't want to say because I don't want you guys to all take the last tickets that are available.
3: Have you not bought yours yet?
6: I'm on it. Is he not sold out? I believe he's already sold out.
3: It's... It's coming, Justin and Shawnee. Justin, hi.
4: Hey, uh, hi. I actually really want to just agree with you, Scott, that the comedians that you know, you guys grew up with, and the ones that I really cut my teeth on their specials. You know, Sam Kinison, oh. uh, what Bill Hicks, Robin Robin Williams, and Eddie Murphy are completely irreverent, but they're childhood stars for the millennial generation. I mean, I think this this joke that Matt it's Matt Rife, right?
3: Matt Rife, yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think the joke he made. I mean, it, it's funny if the person isn't real, maybe. Uh, additionally, I think it's, it's a real big testament to my generation and how we, as millennials, because we don't d- know how to deal with our feelings, we expect other people to have the exact same feelings we have, and if you don't, you're wrong. And so that's why they want to cancel him. But without a doubt, the comedians that you, know, you were mentioning, completely more irreverent. Wasn't it, uh, it was George Carlin who made rape jokes, right? Or was that, and in, in Louis C.K. even.
3: Uh, Louis C.K. has, I don't, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the... I don't uh, think that Carlin George did, Carlin and joke. and
5: Justin, it's a it's a good example, but I, I'll tell you, that's the one comedian I have never, ever liked, and I think it's because Louis C.K. made fun of Kansas City years ago, called mm-hmm. us a dump, and I've never, mm-hmm. I refuse to listen to him now. Uh, I, I would add... I would add rape. I, I think there are certain acts against women of violence that you just, you just don't go there.
3: Well, um, Eddie Murphy made rape jokes in the eighties.
5: I don't know that a comedian would do it today. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Cause we're sitting here hmm. talking about a woman with a black eye. I, I, I
3: don't yeah, know. But, but you know, something that, that the last caller mentioned, and, and I thought about this as we were listening to the Matt Reif joke earlier is I remember thinking to myself as, as, The joke is going on. I hope this woman is not real.
5: That he made it up.
3: Yeah. That this is all just a a made-up scenario. That she's not real.
5: Let me tell you something that is not a made-up scenario. And this happened today at 51st and Oak. Speaking of comedians. Um, I was sitting in a coffee shop with some friends of the program. And I turned to my right. And I swear to you, one of my favorite comics, Tig Notaro, was sitting to the right of me at a table on a laptop. And I'm in the middle of a conversation with these friends of the program. Okay. And I go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I start Googling Tig Notaro Kansas City, to see if she's playing here this weekend. Because I am so certain it is Tig Notaro. Have you ever seen someone famous? Wherever. And you're this, so this sure it is them. You saw Tech them. Nine
3: at a nail salon. Yep,
5: you're so sure it is them. I say to my buddy, oh my gosh, that's Tignataro. And they both look and they go, wow, that looks just. He's like, I don't know. Look, I'm going to show you a photo. I'm going to post it on social. I stop her as she is getting ready to leave. And I say, I will never forgive myself if she is in town, one of my favorite comedians, and I do not say something. It's just like an hour ago. I get up and I said, I am so sorry to bother you, ma'am. And she looks at me and I go, Are you Tignataro? And she goes, I am not. And I said, I don't believe you. I said, I am the world's biggest Tignataro fan. You are brilliant. And I'm sort of thinking this is you. And she laughed and brings up YouTube and she goes, I am the world's biggest Tignataro fan. And I would love to be her. I am not her. <laughs> and I again told her, I don't believe you.
3: Do you really think it was? And then I
5: asked her for a photo. Yes, you
3: have a photograph that I just
5: showed you of a random woman in Brookside that I swear to you is Tignataro. And I hugged her and she walked out. That's my just in case celebrity photo this week. And then she said, That lady's correct. Right?
3: (laughs) Do you you ever wonder if maybe your elevator doesn't go to the top floor? Oh,
5: yeah, totally. In front of two people that we know through work. And they were like, I cannot believe you just did that. Defiance? No? Thank God. And I go, you Thank know God. that I really think that's her. <laughs> like I really thought it was her. Anyway, that's how much I love comedy.
3: You know, I'm surprised we haven't mentioned Jim Gaffigan in Totally this hour Clean because totally you, funny. You and I both love Jim Gaffigan.
5: Hot pocket. You, Scott, will think Nate Bargatze is funnier.
3: Funnier than Jim Gaffigan. And well, I, I don't f- know about that.
5: I flew six hundred miles to go see Tignatara last year.
3: I've never even heard of oh Tignatara. God, she is funny. You, wait, if you were to fly somewhere to go see a comedian named Tignatara, I assume you would have told me about it.:
5: Um it was during a trip to go see my parents and I specifically scheduled it so
3: I could go <laughs> see her. You, you've never even mentioned her name to me.: Oh my God, because I would remember a name like that. She's brilliant. All right and clean. Even better
5: and in Brookside today. I mean, Ooh, what are the odds? I, I don't
3: think. I don't, what are the odds? I'm, I'm not sure that that's right. Shout out to you. <laughs> right now. Quick break for the news. Uh, don't forget we're wrapping up Coats for Kids this Friday. We need your help. Our donations are down a little bit this year. We need your help. Go to kmbz.com, click on the Coats for Kids logo and make a donation if you would be so kind or text in kmbz coats, one word, kmbz coats to 44321. Thank you in advance and a huge thanks. To Pinnacle Bank, our partner for many years, with coats for kids.
5: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at kmbz.com.
2: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four
3: iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.